You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Unglert and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, welcome to an all-new episode of Help, I Suck at Dating. I am Jared Haven, and I'll make sure to talk into my mic this week, because it always sounds better. And we have a very special guest joining us. Uh, Also, Dean will be on the line with us momentarily. We have Mari Pepin. Mari, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I'm excited to be here. Oh, well, thank you for being here. So obviously, a lot of the Help I Suck at Dating listeners are Bachelor listeners, but just remind us what seasons you were on. You were on, uh, wait a minute, let me guess. You were on Matt James season, right? I was, yes. And then you are obviously on Paradise because you ended Mm -hmm. up leaving with Kenny. Yes. (laughs) Well, how are are things going right now for you? Yeah, everything's great. Um, I had been traveling quite a bit at the beginning of the year. I was competing in a pageant in Puerto Rico. So I was splitting my time basically between Chicago uh, and Puerto Rico, but the pageant is over now. So I'm full-time in Chicago. Kenny and I have our place together and yeah, things are good. Very cool. Now we want to catch up with you a little bit later on, but we do have another episode. So we have a little bit of a different format coming up. We have two episodes coming up this week. So today we're releasing it. uh, You're probably listening to this on a Monday. And then we have our second episode, which is going to be a catch up with Mari on Thursday. So make sure you tune into that. But right now it's going to be hot topics uh, because we love hot topics. It's our favorite thing to talk about. So one of the hot topics this week, uh, Mari, are you a uh, Ben Affleck, Jennifer Lopez fan? I am. You know what? I think a lot of people hate on them, but, you know, I think it's just that timing place type of thing. And, you know, now is their time. I don't know who the hell hates on them, but if they do hate (laughs) on them, then they're just haters. I love Dean can attest to this. I love Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez together. (laughs) I Ashley and I pretty much fanboy and fangirl over this. Uh-huh. One, because Affleck's a Boston boy, so he's a local. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, like, he's such a diehard Boston sports fan. And, like, when he talks about Tom Brady, he has, like, this passionate inflection about him. 
that I have. <laughs> and there's like this relatability. And I also love that Affleck has had this roller coaster of not only celebrity status, but a life where he's mm-hmm. been like, you know, he catapulted to the top with Goodwill Hunting. And then he did all these like 90s and early 2000s action movies. And everybody thought that he was never a good actor, but he just <laughs> was a good looking face. And so he made movies like Paycheck or Armageddon. And and then he, <laughs> and then uh, of course he like started, you know, he his off, his like non-movies were more famous than his movies. And then- mm-hmm. He uh, came out with The Town and Argo and won Best Director and then was catapulted back to the <laughs> top. And then he got casted as Batman. And as much as I love him as Batman, there was like yeah. mixed reviews. And then he <laughs> became like, at least in the tabloids, an alcoholic. And then him and Jennifer Garner right. got a divorce and then nobody knew what was going to happen. And he seemed like kind of <laughs> a little bit of a distant dad. And then all of a sudden <laughs> he started dating Jennifer Lopez. And it's like... Affleck is back, Boom. and now they're freaking married. Hey, Mario, know, when, when Jared okay. catches these, like when he goes on these tangents, all you gotta do is just interrupt him real quick, snap your fingers a few times, and he'll pop out of it. <laughs> it's fun to talk about. I love the fact that Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez are freaking married now. Like, it's Jennifer Lopez Affleck. That's yeah, gonna no, be her legal name. Oh, I thought she just changed it to Affleck. I or it was maybe Jennifer she did. Lynn Affleck now. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. But she's Puerto Rican. I'm Puerto Rican. So, you know, there's that connect too. And, you know, she's successful and happy. So I'm happy for her. I know. Uh, I'm sorry. I was just being, I was just being a little facetious. Um, I'm sorry <laughs> for being late as well, you guys. It is 5 a.m. in um, Hawaii right now. And <laughs> if it wasn't for one of our producers calling me, I would have slept until 10 a.m. So um, oh. I just wanted to go ahead and say I apologize. Um, no but Mari, it's good to see you. It's good to meet you. Yeah, you too. Um, I've got a question. You, yeah. uh, and this is super off topic, and this is me just uh, being a ridiculous person right now. <laughs> Didn't you just run for like Miss Puerto, Puerto Rico or something like that? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I was competing in Miss World Puerto Rico. <laughs> Sweet. And uh, did you look around and see Jennifer Affleck competing in it? Because I'm sure you didn't. <laughs> no, I did not. That's awesome. I mean, come on. How did it go? Can Thanks. you tell us a little bit about it? Was it was good. Yeah. I mean, so I had done pageants here. I was Miss Maryland USA um, and competed at Miss USA. And I thought that I was done with pageants once I decided to do Bachelor because I was like, okay, reality TV and pageants don't really go together. So I'm probably not going to do this again. Um, but so many people from Puerto Rico, since that's where I'm originally from, were like, you should come compete here, please, 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 like represent us, all this stuff. And I was like, you know what? Maybe I'll just give it one more shot. So uh, yeah, I went and competed for Miss World Puerto Rico. Uh, I ended up top seven, so it went well. And uh, yeah, honestly, I'm I'm really happy with how it went because I learned a lot, grew a lot, you know, and I got to spend a lot of time being back home pretty much. So it was cool. Nice. Um, yeah, Puerto Rico, I've heard a lot of good things. I've never really been out there for myself to visit, but I've heard from a lot of friends who have been there that it's an incredible place. Oh, you should. You and Kaylin would love it. Well, one of these days, maybe. Um, Jared, how's it going over there, by the way? I'm sorry that I was late. I just wanted to apologize for that. Oh, you're fine. As you can hear, Lois is barking in the background. Dawson was crying earlier. It's just constant chaos in this household. <laughs> nice. Well, Kaylin is sleeping four feet away from me, and she's got her AirPods in, so I don't think she's going to be able to hear Aww. me, fortunately. Oh, thank God. Well, you know, Lois is just always freaking out. Um, yes, and of course... Uh, like we talked about earlier, want to catch up with Mari. Um, and I want to talk more about your experience uh, being Miss Puerto Rico, because uh, that's 
freaking so cool. And I've been to Puerto Rico and I love that place so much. Oh, good. Uh, but we do have, uh, <laughs> once again, hot topics jump into. Um, so my question for you guys, because Ben Affleck, like we, I went on the tangent. All right, cool. I get it. Like I'm a big J-Lo and Ben Affleck fan. What can I say? But my question to you guys is, they got married in Vegas. So Mari, would you ever marry Kenny in Vegas? I feel like that would be such a, I mean, granted, I've never met you either in person, but judging from Kenny, it feels like he would totally get married in Vegas. He totally would. He would, he's down for all the like unheard of ideas and stuff like that. I don't think I would. I think I'd do like a courthouse thing and just not tell anyone. But I don't know about Vegas. <laughs> well, isn't that kind of what happens in Vegas? You get all right. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna sound really stupid. It's not. Is it an annulment? What am I thinking of? Elopement. You're thinking of elopement. Elopement. Yeah. Thank you. You get eloped <laughs> in Vegas. Isn't that kind of the same thing as going to the courtroom? Yeah, kind of. I don't know. I just. I'm not sure about the whole like they do the, the impersonators and like the weird themes. And, like I don't know. That's just not my my style. <laughs> yeah, it's not your style. Fair point. So what I mean, you're saying mine either. You don't want you don't want Elvis Presley to marry you guys, is what you're saying. I, uh, no, I don't. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine if Elvis married J Lo and Ben Affleck? Could you imagine being <laughs> the couple being, waiting behind that Ben Affleck and J Lo, just being like next in line? Yeah. No, that'd be crazy. Oh, I don't even know. I mean, if I'm trying to put myself in that situation, like, what would I do? I just see them walk in. I'd freak out. I would freak out too. Well, so it's not quite what it's not quite what Ben and Jen. Ben and Jen. Oh, yeah. that sounds so. That sounds so good. Benifer. It's not quite what Benifer <laughs> did, but um, my brother just got married last Saturday, last weekend. Aww. He he um, proposed to his girlfriend on a Friday. They got married on a Saturday, and while they didn't go to like a traditional Vegas chapel with like Elvis getting married or marrying them, they did like have to do it all super quick, and so. They like went to this little chapel and got their marriage license, Aww. and um, it was some guy that they never met. His name was Tom. He was good. He kept calling himself <laughs> Peeping Tom. It was a little strange. Oh, okay. um, <laughs> but it, I don't it was, want it was a, Tom marrying me. It was so. It was the Peeping Tom thing kind of freaked me out a little bit. But yeah. uh, it was great. He, he just you know he had no connection to the bride or the groom, but he still like did his little thing and um, kind of went on his way. So. I could see like doing the whole uh, Vegas wedding chapel thing as long as it wasn't like an Elvis or yeah, I don't know, something like that. <laughs> yeah, something like that, a little more casual, a little more uh, typical, I would say, would be my style, yeah. maybe. Unless you're like the biggest Elvis fan in the world, who wants Elvis marrying them, you know? Could you imagine? Oh my goodness. Well, so yeah, what's the deal with story? What's the deal with um, you and Kenny right now? So you guys are engaged, obviously, but like, is there any wedding planning going on? Um, so I just started thinking about the wedding planning nice. and I'm already stressed out. I'm like, there's so much to do. Where do I start? And then I had this big dilemma yesterday. I was like, are you supposed to do the venue first? Or are you supposed to do the guest list first? But it feels weird to do the guest list first. But how do I know what kind of venue I want if I don't know how many people are going to come? Like, I don't know. It's just, it's a lot. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, Jared is a good guy to ask for that because he's kind of been in, in that same situation at some point, right, Jared? Yeah. <laughs> Well, wedding planning? Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, listen, don't stress over it. It's, you know, I was actually listening to a podcast about uh, a guy dying. And uh, he said on his deathbed, he was like, so much wasted time, which is quite sad when you really think about it. I know. Listen, hold on. There's a moral to this story, which is on, it's a sad story, but on your deathbed, you the last thing you want to say is so much wasted time. So my 
advice to you, Mari, is to not stress over that. You're if you guys do end up getting married, which you sounds like you are, which is fantastic. Don't stress over wedding planning. Okay. I'm like, are you guys? I mean, we might as well just dive into it right now. So you're you're not engaged, correct? I can't remember. Who, me? Yes. Yeah, we are. We are. Oh my god, you are engaged. Oh my god. <laughs> well, first of all, that's right. Okay, so you guys are engaged, but you have not like really specifically talked about wedding planning until right now. You're just getting into it. Yeah, yeah. Because with the whole pageant and everything, I was like, well, you can't be married if you're going to compete in a Miss pageant. So we have to wait until mm. afterwards to find out if I win or not. And then since I didn't win, now we can actually start planning and, you know, doing all that kind of stuff. So the, the, wouldn't you rather be in a Mrs. pageant anyways? <laughs> you know, I'm not too sure. I think I'm done. It's just oh, it's a lot of work. Yeah. Well, I've heard Kaylin talk about it a little bit, too. She hasn't been like um, there any like international stuff, but obviously Miss North Carolina, and she mm-hmm. um, always mentions how stressful and how yeah. time consuming and how all of that stuff it is. So I can definitely um, at least empathize with you a little bit there. But that's yeah. good that now it's it's over, and so now you gotta start planning, and now you're gonna make the guest list before everything else. But I do want to yeah. say, um, watching Bachelor in Paradise last season, you guys were definitely one of my favorite couples because it just seemed like you two. Um, you just you guys, you guys seem way more natural around each other than a lot of people, and it was like you know you weren't forcing anything. And there obviously were a little bit of hiccups along the way, but like what good love story doesn't have a few hiccups along the way, anyways? You yeah. know. I agree. Well, thank you. It's nice to hear that because everyone's like, "Oh, my favorite couples are the ones that got together day one and stayed together." No, it's so boring. Come on, I know. Well, and that? that's not real life either. Like in real life, relationships aren't like that. So you know. I'm a big fan of our story too. <laughs> exactly. People seem to forget that in real life, there are issues that people face in regular relationships. And it's not just like they got together day one and now they're together day 35. It's like, come on, like <laughs> let's, let's have a little bit of realism with exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but no, I respect that. I, I loved watching you guys. Uh, Kenny, I always told Kaylin whenever, whenever Kenny came on the screen, I was like, that's the hottest man I've ever seen in my entire life. So kudos <laughs> to you for, for dating that guy. Cause he's a pretty good looking man. Thank you. Yeah. I, I think so too. He looks good. He's sitting over <laughs> at the table. <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Well, um, do you have a shirt on? Th- don't tell him I said that. He does anything. have a shirt on. Yeah. Oh, that's we bullshit. We just came back from, uh, I know, we did We did the uh, news interview thingy for this charity event that we're doing. So we came straight from that. So <laughs> that's why he's closed. What's the charity nice. event? Uh, it's for Special Olympics. Oh, oh, very nice. What are you guys doing? Yeah, they're doing a duck derby every year. They release like a million ducks into the Chicago River and each duck has like mm. a number on it. So you purchase a duck, you donate uh, to get a duck and whoever's duck wins like gets to the end first wins like a, a new car or something like that oh <laughs> that's so cute that's awesome yeah, that you guys are yeah. a part of that yeah we love social olympics you'll know real when you get it it'll say ebay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it maybe it's a head turning handbag a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. 
That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Well, Jared, do you want to get into some more of these topical headlines for us? Uh, Yeah, so, uh, Mari, are you a Kardashian fan at all? Um, you know what? I, not the show. I don't keep up with the show, but I am a huge fan of the family in general. So we talk about the Kardashians a lot here because we're a dating podcast and, you know, it's just <laughs> two, two guys talking about Kardashians. Yeah, juicy now, stuff. You know, it's a little juicy, especially like apparently this new show on Hulu is really good. Ashley craves mm. watching every new episode. I think it just oh. ended, but like every Thursday they dropped a new episode and she said how much the new show is better. Anyway, there's news coming out that have you heard about this Tristan and Chloe drama that's going on? Yes, I have. <laughs> so do you know exactly kind of what's going on? Because I'm still a little confused because I mm-hmm. never know what's happening in real time or what's being aired on the show that actually had happened six months ago. So they yeah. were they're having another baby via surrogate, right? Correct. Okay. Yes. I also want to explain this for the listeners in case they're not up to par. All right. So Chloe, so Tristan Thompson, NBA player, dated Chloe Kardashian. They had one kid together. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Then he cheated for like the second several time. Several times. Yeah. Several <laughs> times. This guy's cheated on <laughs> Chloe. She broke up with him. Then they got back together. Mm-hmm. Then it was announced that Tristan and Chloe were having another baby via surrogate. Well, you skipped a step there because oh, after God, they got I back miss. together, after they got back together a second time, it came out that he had also had another child like a couple months prior with someone else. Oh God. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then 
I'm also still a little confused about what their status is right now. Like I know that they're having this child, which is due supposedly like any minute now, but they're not dating. And as of late, he was in Greece partying with some other chick like mm. a few nights ago. All right, here's Ashley, a quick recap. Ready? She knows no, everything. Can I just yes. say that you obviously don't listen to me when I talk? No, because I'm reading it. I'm very confused because sometimes sure. when you explain the Kardashians like, oh to me. Oh my God, can you believe what happened with with Chloe and Tristan last week? And you were like, you can tell me. But, and I told you the whole thing. But you also said that it was last week on the show, but it happened like oh, back in December. on the show? So this is all real time. Yes. Okay, great. This is what was like breaking on Instagram last week. Breaking on yeah. Instagram. Got it. Okay, so what is the status between Tristan and Chloe right now? Well, they apparently hated each other as of, you know, December and on. But she. The, so why are we talking about December? It's July. This is what confuses Jared, me. Because the show wrapped, like the show is in delayed time. It's usually like six months delayed. That's what I'm, mm. I, so is it the show time or is it real you time? Know, it's in real time. We just found out in real time that this baby is due that was implanted in the surrogate. Yes. In November. But when did Chloe find out that Tristan cheated on her? In, in December. <laughs> and when was the surrogate planted? November. Oh, okay. But why now is it just understand? coming out now? Because they're just announcing that they, I mean, because the baby's about to be born. This is my so point. So they're not going to have a baby be born and be like, and they have, they're like, okay, we're going to explain the situation now. They're like, they're what? like, now we will explain the situation because Chloe's about to have a new baby. But this was a secret for like six months. Yes. Got it. Okay. Mm. This is, that was the but confusing part. do you understand part. the drama here is that the surrogate was pregnant a month before Chloe found out that Tristan was cheating again? Yes, of course. Bad okay. timing. Yeah. So... My question, uh, so they're, are they're not together anymore? No. Do you know, like, she took him back twice after cheating shit? And now, mm. yeah. well, I mean, maybe one big time. But do you know that before the other baby, before True was born, literally, Chloe found out that Tristan had cheated on her a day or two before True was born. Yeah, and before, True is mm-hmm. the baby between Chloe and Tristan. Yes, the one that right. already is, like, mm-hmm. three. So what's up with this man and having horrible timing that I don't, I don't understand. How are you so bad? How are okay. you? Like, are you like, what? Oh, <laughs> uh, saying what's up with the bad timing? Why is Tristan? Oh, why wh- does he? Why does he keep getting like caught right after? Like you know, in big it's amazing. Moments? It's crazy. Yeah. yeah. All right. He just doesn't okay. care. Another thing is, you lost the bed control. It's gone. Okay. Bye bye. Thank you so much for the recap. <laughs> we really appreciate it, Ashley. She knows all things Kardashian. So my question for you. So. Yeah, the bad timing thing is weird. How does this keep coming out? I think he just doesn't care. I think he probably strings Chloe along and is like, oh, yeah, it's fine. I'll be there for you. We're going to have a family. And then, like, the next day, he's like, oh, whatever. And he does whatever he wants. That's what it seems like. Because, I mean, the baby's about to be born, and he's out partying with other girls in Greece right now. So <laughs> so he's in Greece right now partying with other girls? Yeah, literally like two days ago, I think it was. Dude, this guy yeah. seems like a douchebag. Why is Chloe continuing bit. to get back together with him? I don't know. I mean, uh, I've read online that people were like, oh, she doesn't care. She just wants to have her, she wants her kids to have the same parents. And it's like more that kind of thing. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I obviously get that. You want to try to stay together for the kids. But my God, at some point, is it even healthy for the family if the mom and dad are constantly fighting and the dad is always cheating i mean that can't no of course yeah no way imagine when they get older like they're mega famous they're gonna see all this stuff about their parents i was gonna say let's be honest it's not like these kids are gonna have a regular childhood anyways you know what i mean but not Uh, not to not 
not to like give uh, a pass to Tristan because he sounds like a kind of a douchebag, but it does seem like these kids are kind of destined for uh, a lifetime of uh, a lifetime that we're like, we're never really going to have any idea of what it's going to be like because they're like the most uber famous family of mm-hmm. all time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I mean, there's no way to shelter them really. Uh, right. Well, my question to you guys is, do you think, cause this begs the question, Chloe keeps going back to Tristan and even in this article I was reading from uh, E! News, she mentions that she has zero doubt that Tristan will step up after the second baby arrives. And it's like, how can you have zero doubt? I mean, maybe he's a great father. I'm not denying this, but it's pretty clear that he's not a good partner. So my question to you guys is, do you think you could ever get back together with someone after you found out that they were cheating on you? You know what? Now I say no. And I've actually been in that situation before. And um, I didn't have definitive proof in the beginning. And so I took him back. And then, of course, it kept happening. And I was like, no, this. Like, mm. my parents divorced due to that. And I was like, I'm not going to stand for this. And no, any, any partner who cheats on their partner is, like, low level to me. So can I ask you, um, if you're willing to share, obviously, and only if you're willing to share, how did you find out that it was happening? So the first instance was actually, we were at like a, um, what is that called? A housewarming party for a mutual friend. And um, I actually ended up leaving, going to bed early and found out the next day through like whispers, oh, he hooked up with so-and-so while you were gone. No proof. Nobody saw it. Nobody heard it. And of course he denied it. So I'm like, okay, maybe people are making it up. Maybe they saw wrong. Maybe people were drunk, you know, excuses. Um, So yeah, that's how that happened. And then how did you end up confirming that it happened? Or was it always just a gut feeling that you had? No, I actually ended up talking to the person, the girl that they mm. said it. Yeah. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How long were you guys dating well, for? The... for? Uh, we were together at that point for like six months. So it was, mm-hmm. it was pretty early on. And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Well, for the record, I too uh, would not take anyone back if they cheated on me. I, I mm-hmm. like Mari, have made that mistake. Uh, in my early ages, but man, being cheated on is real, literally just one of the worst things ever. Like yeah, it just it like dro- it it sucks for them. It sucks for you. It sucks for the other person that you they cheated on you with. Like it sucks for everyone involved. It's like why would you just not just don't do it? It's so much easier to not do it. I think exactly. for me personally, it would be so hard to get over. The, it would be so hard to get that thought out of my mind. Mm-hmm. You know, just even thinking yeah. about them being intimate with someone, kissing yes. someone, and then furthermore, every time they go out without me, there's damage to yep. that trust. And it's going to be in the mm-hmm. back of my head, a little voice saying, it's happened before, it can happen again. Uh, yep. So that would be really, and then it would just cause resentment and it would cause me being angry at them. I could see it play out right in front of me. Even if I thought, oh, I could move past it, we'd be okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and I it think sticks I could with do you. It. Because even after that relationship, like it still affects you because I mean, I had tried to like talk to other people after that. And I was still always in the back of my mind, like, oh, well, what if he's going to do the same thing? What if he's talking to other people? Like it, it sticks with the obvious. I mean, now I'm much better place. Don't have to worry about that. But yeah, no, I don't have a lot of deal breakers, but cheating is definitely number one. Mm-hmm. Jared, have you ever been cheated on? I feel like you have not been cheated on in your life. You don't uh, know our pain. No, I mean, like my ex-girlfriend like kissed another guy one night when she was out. It was like he pretty much he kissed her. And then it was like 
this awkwardness where she like it was like maybe like a good couple seconds where they kissed and then she was like what the hell am i doing so it was like it wasn't really cheating you know i mean it was like a um such a like a quick mistake okay that's a good question as well would that constitute as cheating so i was just gonna say everyone's definition of cheating and what's acceptable and not is different right like i don't know because from i remember she was so upset she told me the truth she was very honest with me uh, and she told me exactly what happened. I believed her that this guy, douchebag McGee, uh, <laughs> like they were drunk at a party. We were, you know, in college and he leaned in to kiss her. And then she like kind of didn't, she was pretty honest that like she kissed him back for like a second and then immediately was like, what the hell am I doing? And then of mm. course, like cried hysterically. And we were dating for a couple of, maybe like a year at this point. So, um, I don't know if I would really constitute that as cheating because it was. It counts. I don't know. What do you guys think? Well, I'm just trying to put myself in your in your position. I do think it counts as cheating. I will say though, if someone approached me, like I don't even want to say Kaylin because I don't even want to put that image in my head. No, but yeah. like let's say I was dating someone and they came to me and said exactly what you just said happened to them. I that's like I I respect the fact that they did it. And they came and told you right away. In Mari's case, it sounds like there wasn't like ownership of their actions. And that's what would really piss me off where it's like, you know, they're dodging that what, what, what might've happened. Um, this whole Tristan and Thompson and uh, Chloe Kardashian thing. Didn't just Tristan like deny it for the longest time. And it's like, sure he did. look, like if I'm, if I'm going to get over this shitty situation, I need you to own up to what you did. And if you don't own up to it, then I'll never get over it. So like, just tell me the truth and then like, we'll work on forgiving each other for it. But like, if you're denying it, like I'm not, there's not a, in a million years will I ever get over this. Exactly. No, I mean, I also think it's like, insult to injury because not only did you cheat on me, but now you're lying to me about it. That just makes it 10 times worse because now the trust is double broken and back to whether or not that's cheating. I do think that kissing someone else is cheating Uh, because if not, that kind of opens the the gateway in my mind for, Oh, well we maybe became a little bit more intimate than kissing, but it was just for a second. And then I stopped it and I felt bad, you know? Yeah. I agree. It opens Pandora's box. Yeah. But it's also so hard because I, I guess, I guess technically speaking, but then you're labeled as a cheater. Like that small instance, you're a cheater. It's hard because man, that's such a, that's such a shitty label to have on you. You know, like yeah, oh, yeah, I'm a don't cheater. do it. Hey, I know, do it, but then. like it's you're absolutely right. Don't do it. Obviously, first and foremost, but also. Human beings just make mistakes. And I think about an instance like that, and I hate to harp on this one moment because, you know, it's, but like anybody out there who just like has a second of weakness and it's like, and then they're like completely honest about it and they tell you the truth and you believe them. And then even after that, like I think about myself now, granted, I was in my early 20s. So of course I was like, I'm so mad at you, blah, blah, blah. And I was upset, <laughs> but like, I feel like now at, at 33, I'd be able see that's something I think I'd be able to move on from. No way. I swear. If it no was like, way. cause I, I, if somebody leaned in and kissed like, I, I, again, I don't even want to think about, I guess, Ashley in this instance. 
but I will for the sake of the podcast. If somebody leaned in, if Ashley was just like having fun with her friends and she was just being Ashley and it was all fun. And then some dude leaned in and kissed her and she had like a second before she like pushed away. Mm. I don't know. Of course I'd be upset, but I think I could understand where it's like, yeah, you just had, you had a moment and like, it wasn't, you didn't want to do it. You weren't thinking about cheating. It's not like, you know, you were looking at this person and was like, oh man, like I wish I had them instead of Jared. I, I think it was just more of like a, a moment. I don't know. It's by hard. I mean, I can understand way. that perspective. Okay. I think Go it's ahead, important for couples to have that communication. Like in the beginning of the relationship, like what is cheating to you? What is not cheating to you? Because some mm. people also, there's like emotional cheating and then there's like online cheating or like flirting with people on, I don't know, on Twitter or Instagram or whatever. Mm-hmm. So there's so many different scenarios where it could be like, eh, where, where is that line? I think that's what, what people need to establish. Yeah, no, I, I agree. And Jared, I just got to say, uh, there's no way that Ashley would cheat on you because you're, you, I, I'm going to say this, did you like lose 10 pounds or something? You look better than I've ever seen. Maybe <laughs> you up. just shaved your, shaved your beard or something. Dude, um, Ashley said the exact same thing because I shaved yesterday and she's like, you look like that you're, you look, you're you look 25 again. Swimmer. You, you look 25 again. Oh, God, um, I got to shave This is great. <laughs> do you, Jared, do you, uh, again, it sucks like putting yourself in this hypothetical scenario, but but does having a kid kind of give, because um, c- like bringing it back to Chloe and Tristan, does having a kid kind of like give, not like, like more of a leash to do things that are wrong, but like it gives you obviously more of a reason to be together, right? So like does having a kid like maybe uh, uh, like allow for more forgiveness on certain things? Um, that's, it probably does because it's, you know, inserting a kid just, it does, it does change things, obviously, because it's no longer just you and this partner. It's, it's, you you know, it takes the whole family dynamic to a new level because it's not just you two anymore. There's three of you and it's really this core group because I was thinking about it yesterday, you know, when, um, Ashley and I were talking about it and when I think of you know, even, even somewhat to this day, when somebody says your family, like, who's your family? Like, well, my mom, my dad, my sister, blah, 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 blah. But then now and moving forward, it's going to be like, well, who's your family? Well, it's Ashley, it's Dawson. And that mm-hmm. it's a big transition in my mind, mm-hmm. at least. Cause when yeah. I was, I was talking to Ashley about this, when I think of my dad's family, I think of me, I think of my sister, I think of my mom, you know, I don't think of my grandparents, his parents mm-hmm. or his or my aunts and uncles, I think like, no, we're his family. We're his most important people in his life. But then I think about right. like, well, he grew up with his sisters and brothers and like, and then his parents, like, I don't know, there was obviously a switch in his life at some point right. saying, you know, this, they're still my family. But like when I'm describing my family, this is my family. And I feel like I'm going through that moment right now. Hmm. Anywho. So that does, I feel like probably would breed more forgiveness for both of us because it is mm-hmm. like this just core uh, that Absolutely. you don't want to disrupt. I've got friends that both men and women who have either been cheated on or the relationship just wasn't a healthy one, but they kept going back and their reasoning was, oh, well, I want to keep my family together. The reasoning was because they don't want to affect the kid in a negative way. And I'm like, I mean, hey, I I understand that, but you also got to do what's right for you. But like, I don't know. I don't have a kid, so I can't really speak to that. But just from what the friends that I have that do and have been in those situations, it's always about like, well, no, even though this person cheated on me or did this to me, this is my family and I want to keep it together. Yeah. And Jared, you make a really interesting point too, 
because you're right. Like when I think of my family, I think of my siblings and my parents. I don't think about my aunts and my uncles. And it's just really, it's when you say that, it's like really interesting because <laughs> like my brother just had a baby. So now I'm an uncle, but like my uncles, I would never like, obviously they're your family, but like you never mm-hmm. think about them as such, at least like your core nucleus of a family. I don't know. That's mm-hmm. so interesting to think about. Yeah, because I mean, as long as you guys keep going, like your core nucleus family is Caitlin, you know, and then if you guys have kids one day and that changes things, you know, and Mari, same thing, like you guys, you're wedding planning with Kenny right now. And so I feel like there comes a a transition in all our lives. Luckily, hopefully, knock on wood, Mm -hmm. we're we're able to, you know, have a life with someone and share a life with someone. But that changes the dynamic of things. Um, Yeah. And I don't think you necessarily have to be married for that to change because for me, I actually kind of noticed this once I moved to Chicago um, and I had to fill out, like, you know, like change all my residency stuff, medical stuff and all mm. that. And I started putting Kenny as my emergency contact instead of my mom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a big deal. Yeah. Mario, let Ash- me ask you this. When you, when you put Kenny as your emergency contact, do you have to look up his phone number or do you have it memorized? <laughs> I have to look it up. I know the first three digits are 708, but. Caitlin memorized my phone number like six months into us dating and I like it really kicked my butt into gear and I was like holy crap I gotta memorize it and I go in and out of of knowing it and not knowing it but generally I I get it like I get it right like 80% of the time but like when's the last time you were memorized that you needed to memorize a phone number it like doesn't really happen anymore you know you always have your phone on you yeah, no, but it's scary because every once in a while I think about like, oh my God, what if I get stranded and my phone dies and there's no one around? What do I do? Like, I know my mom's phone number, but that's it. Right. <laughs> she lives in Germany right now, so she's not going to help me. <laughs> she's not much help. Much help. It is, Ashley it is still puts uh, her dad as the emergency contact. Oh, really? Aww. Yeah, it's a sore subject. <laughs> He's a doctor, Uh-oh. so it kind of makes sense. He is, I'm kidding. Uh, yeah, he is a doctor. I get it. <laughs> I own a coffee shop. It's quite different. Um <laughs> All right, well, we do have uh, another hot topic that I want to get into, and then we do want to catch up with Mari. First, we're going to take a short break. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, Well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline. And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great. But also, I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico. 
offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. I'm Elia Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We have Mari here. So, Mari, like we were talking about before, you were Miss Puerto Rico. That sounded really dumb doing that. Sorry about that. competing. For Miss Puerto Rico. I didn't win, but oh, I was you competing, competing for Miss Puerto Rico. Yeah. Okay. So you are also, so you have a lot of stake in, uh, is it Miss America? No. <laughs> what, what is it? Because you're also, you're a marketing director. Uh, yeah. And you were, well, you were Miss, so yes, you were competing for Miss Puerto Rico. But if I remember correctly, you were also Miss Maryland. Is that correct? Yeah. So it was Miss Maryland USA. So I competed at Miss nice. USA. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Miss America a thing or is that something different? No, it is. There are two different pageants, though. So there's Miss America and Miss USA. Okay, got it. And you were competing in Miss USA. Correct, yeah. And you were Miss Maryland, and you were competing for Miss Puerto Rico. But how did you, how were you able to compete for two different, I mean, I know Puerto Rico is, what is it exactly considered? It's not a state, but... It's a territory as of right now, but um, they're completely unrelated. So I was Miss Maryland back in 2019. Uh Okay. Um, and then I competed for Miss World Puerto Rico. So two completely different things. Oh, very cool. Miss World. Yeah. That's insane. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a question for you, Mari. If you were to compete yeah. in Miss America, and it could have been the same for Puerto Rico as well. Um, and the only reason I ask this is because Kaylin and I talk about it sometimes as well. Uh, if there was a talent portion, which there is not in Miss USA, what would your talent have been? Uh, I would dance. Yeah. I like to dance. Oh, nice. What type of like, dance? Uh, yeah, what type of dance? Um, I mean, I do like ballroom stuff, salsa, merengue, you know, like the Latin stuff. Um, mm. But I did a little tiny bit of like ballet, like intro to ballet. So I guess I could also maybe do like a contemporary type of thing. <laughs> do you and Kenny ever go dancing? No, Kenny cannot dance at all. <laughs> no way. <laughs> so because you guys, I imagine you guys as dance. like, well, I could totally imagine you guys as like Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Just like having oh. this sexy, sultrous Latin <laughs> dance together. Like, because you're such a beautiful couple and like you're so good looking and just like you guys look like you'd be the stars of an action movie. So I could totally see that. And it's, I, I need that to happen. So I really just need Kenny to learn how to dance so you guys yeah, can do this right. together. Well, the good news is that he's open to learning. He told me, you know, if I were to like sit down with him and teach him, then he would do it. But if there's any, ever any like karaoke, like dancing at a party, he 
didn't want to dance when we were filming Paradise. Like he's so against it because I think it's because he knows that he's not very good at it. <laughs> mm. <laughs> That's pretty funny. I remember. So my brother, uh, who I mentioned earlier, who got married, he said that his wife's one stipulation was that if she marries him, she he has to dance whenever she wants to dance. And Ooh. my brother is like the most introverted, like shy person. And to see them dancing on the night of their wedding was hilarious because my brother is not a dancer at all. And like this girl, and she, I love her to death. She's a great girl. I'm so happy they're married. Um, she just has zero shame, like just dances her heart out. And it's the most respectable, mm-hmm. most admirable thing. And then to see my brother try to keep up with her is like one of the funniest things because he's like Aww. holding true to his promise of like trying to dance with her. But like, that's so sweet. <laughs> It's very sweet. It's very sweet. And I'm very happy for them. But like, you can't, you, you can't keep up with this girl. She is like a dancing <laughs> machine. And my brother, who is not a dancer and has no rhythm whatsoever at all, is like trying to keep up with her. And it's like, that's, and it's funny too. I was sitting on the couch the whole time because like we're, you know, we were like at this weird club and it was like a post party. And I'm like sitting on the couch watching my brother dance. And I'm like, I'm such a schmuck just sitting here watching Aww. my brother who can't dance dance. And I should be up there dancing with them. But it is what it is. I don't know. Dancing's tricky. If you don't have it, you don't have it. And I'm one of the people yeah. that don't have it. I mean, it kind of worries me. I mean, he can slow dance. So our wedding won't be a problem in that regard. But I would love to do like, you know what? Maybe we will do a Mr. and Mrs. Smith style dance. Like a surprise performance kind of thing. Ooh, you like know? a tango. But I don't know. We're going to have to start working on it now. <laughs> I got to admit, I'm shocked Kenny can't dance because he seems <laughs> like he's got rhythm. Just looking at him, I would assume I agree. he could dance. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No. There's a reason Look his favorite genre of music is yacht rock, and it's because you don't really need a lot of rhythm to enjoy it. <laughs> I think it's because, yacht rock? Yeah, what the hell is that? Uh, you know, like uh, Jimmy Buffett, like Margaritaville type of, you know, oh, nice, nice. listening type of stuff. Yeah, I think it's because okay. Kenny looks like he could be in a Magic Mike or Chip and Dale show. I think mm-hmm. that's why Dean and so I just, just assume. assume he knows how to give a lap dance. <laughs> you know what? He has not given me one. That will be his task tonight. <laughs> or today. Yeah, all right. right after this. <laughs> well, that's awesome. Uh, I'm glad we are assisting in that department. Uh, so you guys just recently celebrated your one year anniversary because you left Paradise yes. together. So mm-hmm. how has the past year been? And did you guys do anything for your anniversary? Yeah, uh, the past year has been kind of crazy. Uh, so we got engaged, had to be a secret for like three-ish months. Um, mm-hmm. And ever since we were able to be public, I spent most of my time here. I was going back and forth. I lived in Maryland at the time. Uh, So it was kind of long distance for a few months. And then around December, I was here basically all the time. Uh, And we were at that point just waiting for my lease to end, which ended in February of this year. So as soon as it ended, actually his lease ended like two weeks before mine did. So it was weird coincidental timing. Hmm. Um, But our leases ended and then we were able to sign a new lease on a new apartment uh, here in Chicago. So moved in right away and it's been great. I mean, I ended up signing up to do the pageant because he told me that I should. He was, I just, I don't know. I was hesitant and I was like, I don't know. I'm going to spend so much time on this. I'm going to be away, lots of money, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, no, if you want to do it, like I'll support you. I want you to do it. So um, I agreed to do it. And then I spent like five months traveling between here and Puerto Rico. Wow. So yeah, it's been a wild ride, but um, it's been nice. It's been cool to, to have someone that you just get along so well with and that everything's easy with. Yeah, that's good. I think one of the most important things that a bachelor specific couple can do after 
their time on the show together. If they really want it to work, I think moving in together within the first year is pretty paramount. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. uh, you guys did it well because you guys waited what five or six months or whatever it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so that way you could decide that you actually like each other, and then moving in together <laughs> is like that's that's honestly the best. And if you guys hadn't moved in together after your leases were up in February or whenever you said, I think that would have been a, a big mistake. So kudos to you guys oh, for making it work. Thank you. Thank you. I agree. Yeah. I mean, it was a little nerve wracking because he had never lived with a woman before or lived with a partner mm. or, or really ever been in like a serious relationship. Um, so I was like kind of nervous in that regard, just thinking like, Oh my gosh, what if he doesn't like living with someone? What if he wants to <laughs> by himself? Like, no, but it's been good. Were there any, um, adjustments when you guys moved in? Like, was he a slob and you're a clean freak or the opposite or, uh, anything like that? No, I mean, I think we're both pretty clean. I think the only thing is I shed hair like crazy. So in the bathroom, there's usually always a lot of hair on the floor. So <laughs> much clogging. Oh, I know. It's terrible. Um, and for him, I, I mean, I got rid of all of his kitchen stuff because it just was not. I love to cook. I spend a lot of time in the kitchen and I need nice tools. <laughs> so mm. I got rid of all his kitchen stuff and um, got, you know, brought over all my nicer stuff. And uh, yeah, I think that's pretty much it. I got a question for you guys because I actually and I, well, not really, but (laughs) we had a differing opinion about how often one should wash the sheets. Because when I was living alone, I washed it a certain amount of times. And then when (laughs) I lived with Ashley, she's found out and she said, excuse me how many times have you washed your sheets? And I said this many times. And she's like, you're disgusting. Yeah. And so I have learned since hand how many times you should wash sheets per weeks or months or so on and so forth. So my question to you folks, without me telling you my timeline, how often do you wash your bed sheets? Um, I think we're washing ours like every two weeks or so. Oh, wow. Nice. Maybe two to three. Uh, two to I, three weeks ish. I would say Kaylin changes our bed sheets once a week, but pre Kaylin, I was changing my bed sheets twice a year. I would say it's probably about where I was at. Okay, I'm not that bad. I'd I was changing it probably once, maybe a month. It might take me like five weeks to wash my sheets. You're gonna tell me, you're Jared. You're gonna tell me weeks after moving out of the house, you. There wasn't one year where you only change your sheets twice because I know I'm okay. I'm sure on average, maybe it was once a month, but come on. There had to have been one year where you only changed them twice. There might've been stretches where it was like, maybe there was a couple months in there, but it's also cause it's only like, well, okay. There's also, you know, we're all in relationships. Obviously we're very happy, which is nice. Nobody else shares the bed, but I'm sure we've been in moments where we've had one bed and we mm. maybe have been single and there may have been more than yeah. one person in a bed with us mm. over the course Fair. of months. And so, of course, mm-hmm. you got to make sure that like that's sanitary. But like if there have been times where <laughs> and there was many times where it was just me for months on end that it's like it's only like I'm only just sleeping in my own filth. So oh, what's gosh. the point of washing? <laughs> right. Well, oh, also, man. my big thing, too, is I'm a, I'm not a night shower. I'm a morning shower. I cannot shower before bed. And so my similar to what you're kind of mentioned there, Jared, is I don't really see the point of cleaning my sheets when I'm just going to wake up in the morning and clean myself anyways. I guess that's a good point. I see that logic. 
This also brings to mind, I had this huge debate. Oh, that is one thing that we debated on actually was the bed sheets because Kenny uses a top sheet, like the flat sheet underneath the comforter. And I've never done that. And it bothers me. And so I remember doing like a poll on Instagram and it was so 50-50 and everyone's like, no, you use, yeah, people use the top sheet so that they can wash their sheets less change the sheets less is the answer that I got. I'm like, what? I always just, I always just thought the top sheet was like a, like a, like a thinner blanket that you use to keep you. Oh, or of decoration that works too. I guess. (laughs) Wait a minute. Uh, We're just, we're talking about the top sheet that you sleep. So it's like the sheet that goes over you and then you pull the comfort over that. Right. Yeah. Correct. Has that not, that's just not a thing. I thought that was normal. I thought it was like I a second blanket it. that like if it's hot, you use a top sheet. And if it's getting cold, you put the comforter on you. Yeah, that's what I always assumed. Yeah, but I I guess a lot of people's reasoning for using it, besides just I think you're supposed to do that, is because they don't want to have to wash the entire bed set hmm. often. So instead, they only wash the top sheet. Here's a better question for you, Dean. So, Dean, do you sleep with a comforter? Yeah, so we have a comforter and a weighted blanket. Weighted blanket is the best thing ever. Oh. Weighted blanket, so nice. So when I ask you, you know, how many times you wash the bed sheets, did that include the comforter? Kalen? Oh, are you talking about me pre-Kalen? Pre-Kalen. Um, uh, I, I don't think I ever I never wash my comforter. <laughs> but I use a top sheet. That's why I never wash my comforter. See? Yeah, I don't think I ever wash it. I don't think I, don't think I was, I don't think I, I was scared to put the comforter in the washing machine because it was so big. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Am I going to take it to get dry cleaned? I don't have that kind of money. You know what I mean? So I Especially pre Kalen. <laughs> especially pre Kalen. Um, and it's funny too, because we have like five sets of bed sheets for our bed it, because okay. like Kalen's always like cycling through them or, yeah. or, and cleaning them and stuff. And there's like three of the colors I absolutely hate. If it's not like a oh. white bed set, I hate it. And we have like this weird like dark blue. And every time she puts it on, she like she like comes and like pulls me into the room. And she goes, "Look at our new bed sheets." And every single time, I'm like, "Kaylin, these are hideous." <laughs> and she's like so excited about them. I'm like, "These are the most disgusting bed sheets I've ever seen in my life. Aww. Like these are already dirty to me. Just even though you just pulled them out of the washing machine." Um, oh, that's hilarious. Yeah, I, I do. I do appreciate her doing that because otherwise. I wouldn't have changed my bed sheets for a long time. No way. It would still be once every six weeks for me. Oh my goodness. <laughs> that's okay. All right. Well, uh, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Help I Suck at Dating. Like we said, we do have a podcast coming out, a podcast episode coming out. On Thursday, we were going to take your calls. That's right. No more listener emails. Instead, we're going to do listener phone calls. So make sure you tune in on Thursday. We're going to have three Help by Suck It dating callers call in to us. Mari's going to stick around for that podcast episode, which is fantastic. So it's going to be Dean, myself, Mari, answering your your phone calls. But as of right now, Mari, thank you so much for joining us and catching up, uh, you know, on your life, what's going on, going over the hot topics, most importantly, what was happening with uh, Miss... Mrs. Jennifer Affleck, uh, even though Dean is very much tired of me talking about this Affleck Lopez love love situation. I'm not tired about you talking about it. I just think that sometimes you get stuck in a situation where you could, you could literally, if we don't interrupt you, you could literally go for hours and hours and hours. It's just because I also love the fact that he is just such a (laughs) like. This is what I'm talking about. Here we go. He's just like. He's dating like the queen, not just a queen. Like J- it's J Lo. It's it's kind of like Pete Davidson and, and Kim Kardashian a little bit, you know, where it's like, dude, that's like she's Love such it. a queen. 
And like Ben's awesome. Don't get me wrong. So is Pete Davidson, but it's just like so obscure. Ben's kind of like a regular I guy. I love it. Ben for as much Ben for as much of a superstar as he is, he does seem like he's just like a regular guy, you know? Chill. Yeah. Totally. Oh, I freaking love it. Like there's this one clip where he's walking, like he's like smiling at a fan. Somebody walks up, he's like, "Oh yeah, thank you." And then as soon as he turns away from the fan, he goes from smiling to like dead straight face. He's like, <laughs> and it's the most relatable moment where he's like, "Oh, thank you so much." And just walks oh away. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh my god, that was the most amazing thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Anywho, thank you so much for joining us this week on Help yeah, I Suck at Dating. Tune in next week where hopefully we all suck just a little less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. Well, how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.